When I think about politicians in the <laughs> northwest of the state, there's only really one name that stood out in the last Probably, how long have you been in politics? We'll find out this from Senator Jackie Lambie. Good morning, Jackie. How long have you been in politics now? Good morning. Um, I think since 2014 I was in, and then remember I had a two-year break because my dad was bloody Scottish, <laughs> so that didn't help the situation. <laughs> it was tough times back then, I can tell you. That was back to the that that was back to Section bottom line. Section 41 got you, didn't it? Section 41. Who reads Section 41? <laughs> well, no one did, did they? There was about it. seven of you that got ousted, wasn't there? Seven? Oh, no, there was more right. than that. I think there was about 15 or something. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Well, Jackie yeah. Lambie, it's great. You got great. back in. So how did they do that? You didn't have to denounce your dad or anything. Yeah, like, no, we had to go through all that. So both oh, of us right. had to go and go and get that done. So That was um, fun. Yeah, we did that. But it's funny, you know, you spend 10 years fighting for your country in uniform and then, you you know, you're up there and you, you when you have your wine, you're toasting the bloody coin and then you get sacked by him. <laughs> what's, what's going on in the world? In that, before we get to some huge issues today about bulk billing possibly being removed altogether, um, in that time, is it the best time of your life you've had in politics? Or uh, what are the highlights or lowlights? What are some of the stuff that you see? That's a long time yeah, to be I, in an industry that I couldn't do because it's vicious. Looking personally for me, I was very lucky. I lost my dad about three or four months ago, but he stood. I got to spend two years with him side by side. It was nice to spend that amount of time and look back now that um, I was given that. So for me, it was a bit of a blessing in disguise. I think for us, getting rid of the housing debt um, has been a big one. But it's it's more so, um, it's just walking around and listening to the people all the time. You get some wonderful opportunities to go places and meet people. And you can, use, you, you can really use that to your benefit. The more people you know and the more your knowledge grows, the better you'll get at politics. Yeah. I love that, Jackie. And one thing I'll say about you is that you... In my interactions with you, you've always been approachable, you've always listened, and you've always called it as you said. You, you almost unapologetic in being Jackie Lambie. So congratulations on that. That's a huge issue. That's a huge issue, yeah. I think, in politics because trustworthiness is huge for politicians. How have you seen your effect on the Tasmanian community? Well, obviously my effect is you've asked me up to your hotel room, mate. So, you know, I must have a, truly be having a great effect out there. Seriously. And he pulled out the bathrobes. That was a bit far, Jackie. Oh, and there's a bottle of wine on the table. Where are the It's going to be a long day. A raspberry bath bomb as well from the raspberry farm. Oh, you're yeah, loving the bath. Loving the bath, oh my baby. God. It does actually look like that tubes I just realised. <laughs> look like something weird's going on up here. <laughs> and there's room service on the bed. Yeah, there's room service on the bed. There is, there is. <laughs> Jackie, we do want to ask about some serious issues affecting yeah. Tasmanians at the moment. One of those is the bulk billing issue with the AMA coming out today saying that it will almost stop bulk billing in Tasmania to go and see a GP. How do you feel about that? Yeah, so that um, rebate that they used to get, that was obviously put on freeze for three years. Um, things have gone through the roof. We know that, whether it's bandages, uh, whether it's bandages, your electricity and that, they're all feeling that as well. Um, so... Honestly, that um, the gap that the that used to be paid is now being quite reduced, and they're having to charging bulk billing is becoming a thing of the past, which is really unfortunate because they really need to wake up here because people are going to go to A and E. This is what happens: they'll go to A and E. It actually costs a hell of a lot more for people to go through A and E than what it does to go to a GP. So one would think that accident emergency. Um, and it does. Last time I checked, I think it's about three hundred dollars for a patient to go through there between three hundred and three fifty. So, if we do the maths and we look at and we have some common sense here, uh, people out there they just won't go to the doctor. Their sicknesses will get worse, and that'll put more um, 
you know, that'll certainly on our own health system and our hospitals, um, that will just that will just put um, a heavier burden on them. That's and that's what's and going to happen. And aged care here. as well. And aged care. And that's what I want to ask you about because what we what we really want to see is we all have different opinions, but we want to see state and um, federal working together because my understanding is the state's responsible for some of those emergency services, the federal government's responsible for other ones, and they're not working together. So if you can't get someone into emergency or people that can't get into a nursing home will go to emergency services. And so it just feels like there's this whole conflict and, and and services are being utilised because we are missing out on people getting into GPs or uh, having a, enough staff for nursing homes. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think um, probably what, you know, what we've done in privatisation. Yeah. We've done a lot of this and I say this about detention centres. But anyway, I have a lot more to say about that next year. Is that states? I just do not believe. I think at the time the government, the Commonwealth, took back some stuff, some stuff, and and had it at 100%. Whether it's uh, what's going on with our kids in detention, whether it's what's going on in um, aged cares, whether it's got what even our education. It's really sad that we have all these resources in this country and we're so stupid that we have, get, have sold them off over the years to multinationals and we're not. that money has, is not going back into those areas that need it. Mm. And this would have been the perfect outcome. But, of course, they've sold us off over the years. This is a result, a lot of more privatisation, and that ends up driving up costs. You're, you're not talking about a product. You're talking about human lives. Yep. You're talking about making money off elderly people or our vulnerable or people that uh, have had a rough start in life or ended up in a detention centre. That's what I just don't get. I, I, I just, I don't like it. No, and it yeah. costs us more in the long run. That's, yeah. that's my whole point. It's all about early intervention. And the, and the wait times too yeah. are being pushed up by these people who can't afford to go and see a GP because that gap is so great. Oh. They are then being pushed into, mm-hmm. as you say, accident emergency. Then that pushes the wait time out for people who legitimately need accident and emergency care. It's unacceptable as a Tasmanian and it's unacceptable as an Australian. The whole thing is it's not just in Tasmania though with our public health system, it's right across the board. Yeah. So and COVID's made us really, really aware of this. We've heard those stories. Those nurses are still working double shifts and doing what they can um, to fill in uh, positions at times. We just do not have enough staffing on the ground um, and we're, it, it is heading to crunch time with our public health system and if we don't fix it, it's, it's going. it is already in crisis. Yeah. Like you said, you can't get in to see Specialists. Yeah, you can't get even to, even in to see it. Do- doctors aren't or taking new patients. Yeah. You know, um, you know, just normal the people mental. out there are struggling. I've got veterans waiting for nine months. You know, for the PTSD to actually get a psychologist or a psychiatrist. That's where we're at right now. Yeah. So, um, we were talking about Southern Cross Care as well. Their announcement this week, of course, replacing nurses with care workers, more workloads. It's just, it just. I yeah, know we don't not, have enough time not, to get into all of that now. I know, but I'm not sure how that's going to work. That's that's really worrying when you're getting rid of nurses, but you reckon you're setting up a whole new um, concept here of um, what it looks like more at home. I think um, Southern Cross needs to come out because people are ringing our office in the last few days. They want more detail, and I'm, I, honestly, you owe the people. You got in trouble in the past during that Royal Commission and what was going on. You've been called out. If you've got nothing to hide, then give us all the details and tell us what this looks like. Because seriously, I do not want to have more calls from my office. That is up to you guys. If your system that you are going to rejig and is going to look that good, then come out and tell us what it looks like and lay it out on paper. Yeah. If we can't look after our elderly citizens that have done it arguably the toughest out Mm. of any generation, what are we doing? 
Yeah. And of course, the workers too. I the know workers we're talking about the workers too. You know, it's, Absolutely, it is so much about support of those workers, as we've seen with teacher strikes, yeah. um, our our medical strikes as well, our nurses, our. Um, paramedics, our firefighters, our, all of our emergency yeah. service workers yeah. and our and public sector workers are, are in dire need of some, yeah. some assistance. Yeah, and it's the same. And then you go a bit further down and you've got your, your cleaners and your carers, you know, they've They've, they're on some of the worst wages in the country. Uh, we, you know, it is it is really yeah. really awful. So it's a whole system. We, I think we we know we've gone way over time with you. I think we'd love to catch up with you on some more of these issues as well. One last one, we're going to ask about the AFL Stadium. How do you feel about it this way in the northern part of our state, having a stadium south? Um, I don't think that's that's the issue. Um, I think the issue is is extremely divisive. I'm not sure that we sold it very well by chucking the AFL in there. You know what what we do know is we need a big multi-purpose centre. There's no doubt about that. We know that if you want a convention centre down Hobart, the maximum you'll get is 750 people in there. We have population growth going down here. It would be lovely to have a state-of-the-art um, oval or stadium that we can multi-purpose and use for that to use properly and if it actually the business case stacks up even without having an AFL team in there I think it's something that we need to certainly open and have a look at but it is very devices there's not the no camp and there's a yes camp and I'll tell you what I reckon she's split right down the guts yeah I will be consulting more over the next few weeks I'm already seeing people for and against and listening to what they're saying and um, hopefully out of that I'll be able to say well this is this is if you're going to go ahead with it maybe it needs to look like something like this we'll touch base with you again tubes Um, so thank you so much for joining us Senator Jackie Lambie. Yeah, it's great to have you here. It's great to hear your passion for this lovely state. We all love it here at Triple M Breakfast with William Tubes. Senator Jackie Lambie, thanks so much for your time. No worries. I'll go and have my rose petal bath now. So <laughs> thanks it's very much. Free. If we can draw up that bath for Jackie yeah. Lambie, that'd be great. <laughs> and bubbles. Live stream. Uh, if you would like some cash, give us a call now, one triple three five three. As we play Tassie Trivia, 100 bucks will be given away next on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes.